Okay, guys, hello and welcome to the Guest Life Podcast, episode 34. Today, we are so lucky to have Mike Valchuk. He is not only a great friend of mine, but he's a big human being in the personality area. Came in with one eye going the wrong way today. We're going to laugh at him as we uh, as we go on today. He's talking design and construction. He is the uh, co-owner of Building Dreams Contracting, Inc. All-around great guy, a little bit of a comic, comic, comedic, whatever you want to say. Um, welcome, Mike, to the show. Thank you for uh, having me. It's uh, my pleasure. As we talk about before, guys, um, you know, this podcast, it, it wouldn't, be, uh, wouldn't be here without everybody tuning in. So we want to thank everybody. Um, you know, I'm fortunate enough to be friends with Mike. Um, you kind of followed him and his journey along the years, and, and we've kind of built built similar businesses um, throughout the Hamilton and surrounding areas. And uh, and today we're just going to hear about his story as as a as an entrepreneur, as a father, as a as a, a fitness enthusiast, a book lover, and, and uh, you know, let's get her going. Awesome. Well, thank you very much. It's uh, I'm really looking forward to sharing uh, the story and how we got here. That's it. So as we're going to start off, Building Dreams Contracting, Inc., tell us a little bit about, you know, I know the brand, the logo, you know, you can't miss the truck when it's driving by. Tell us a little bit about it. Uh, well, uh, from a very young age, I've always been into construction. Um, always been uh, really interested in uh, creating spaces for people to live in and uh, like areas of areas of the residential um, home that create memories, like kitchens, baths, places where people can not only uh, like laugh, but they can also share like hard times in their lives. And these areas of the home have a lot of functions, not just for cooking, cleaning, and, and that sort of thing, but it becomes a place where like people really do share um, lifelong memories with friends and family and stuff. So from a, from about eight years old, when my dad introduced me to uh, like construction and that sort of thing, like tools, you know, here I am with a saw cutting the table uh, <laughs> from a very young age. So like, yeah, thanks dad. You'll never let me live that one down. But yeah, uh, yeah always kind of led myself into tools all the way through uh, like high school, college uh, yeah. courses. And uh, I just, something something always said that I was going to be building houses and being in this industry and uh yeah when uh when the decision was made to go off on on my own and uh and partner with uh my, my business partner now Grant O'Neill um coming up with the name it, it had to it had to fit with like core values it had to have like it had to stand for something on its own yeah and that's when like building dreams contracting inc uh came to be it was like what what do we do like truly what do we do mm -hmm. and uh and when it when it hit it hit like it hit deep yeah so it was uh we were really excited to move forward with the name and then just go through the design and the marketing that that leads to it is uh it's a fun it's a fun name to play on yeah so fun is a big word here and you know, I met Mike on site um, downtown on King William there, and that's right. And uh, and and Mike and Grant were doing a, a small commercial building downtown, and you know, between Mike and Grant, I don't think I knew tradesmen that had more fun on a site. <laughs> um, you know, from energy first thing in the morning to unloading stuff to doing some little bit of dangerous, uh, you know, apparatuses throughout the day uh, <laughs> trying to get some work done. Um, you know, but but really, I was drawn to him as a, as a professional tradesman. Um, you know, just coming into that energy. How do you bring that into your business on a daily basis? Wow, uh, heavy question. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. Um, bringing the energy is more about like, the way that I look at it is, you can either be a product of your environment or your environment can be a product of yourself. Wow. 
So what I mean by that is like showing up to work, like really, really excited. Yeah. Like it, it truly does show that we, we belong in this industry. We're not just faking it. We're not like handyman that can get stuff done. We're, we're truly passionate about learning new techniques, new materials, what's, what's up and coming trends and stuff. So like we really do show up and wake up every day excited to get to work. And uh, yeah, we, we try to play with each other as much as possible. Um, you know, like sometimes we'll hide and, uh, scare, you know, scare people and, uh, <laughs> just, just having a little bit of fun because what we do, uh, you know, has a level of, uh, safety has, a you know, has a high level of stress. Sometimes we have deadlines and budgets that we have to meet. So, you know, there are those challenges that you gotta overcome. Mm -hmm. And the way that we do it is generally through humor and trying to just be playful because, uh, you can't take life too seriously. You know, yeah. it's, uh, you just got to keep getting through it. Yeah, I was, I was at a, a lunch today and someone said the word fun and work's been fun. And, and for me, that's like, it's huge. Um, and I think you guys take that to, uh, you know, if anybody knows me and thinks I'm high energy, you know, Mike, Mike takes that to an extreme and, uh, and that, that's saying a lot. So, you, you know, but you know what, it makes people want to work with you. It makes, you know, outcomes better. It makes, you know, hard challenges, you know, easier to tackle because it's got to get done regardless. It has to get done. Things got to get done. Work's got to get completed. The customer ends up, you know, needing to know that even if there was a challenge that came up on site, that it got fixed and taken care of. That can either be super overwhelming and, and kind of take you by the hands. Yeah. Or you can just grab it by the throat and, and kick its ass. <laughs> yeah. Right? It, it's absolutely the approach. And it's, uh, yeah, going, going back to, you just, you just can't take it that serious because especially with what we do, it's all process-based. Mm -hmm. So if you're good at organizing and you know the process in building and constructing, um, you know, a residential home, for instance, uh, just follow the process, yeah. you know, uh, having really tight communication, using some tech. I know you use tech inside your, uh, inside uh, guest plumbing. Um, we've, we've acquired, uh, sorry, we now use uh, like Builder Trend as part of our tech support. Okay. Um, so just staying up with communication with the client, um, it's really made the jobs go a lot easier and uh, and we're able to tackle a lot more faster. Yeah. So, you know, I know I know the little bit of background behind you, Mike, but tell us a little bit about, you know, how Billing Dreams got, got involved. Uh, you know, I know you're a franchisee owner of, uh, of multiple businesses. So tell us, tell, tell the viewers a little bit about that, because, you know, I think that's a big step in terms of, you know, where you're at now and why your process and procedures are so good. Well, yeah, so uh, coming from uh, owning four pita pits and being a franchisor for about 10 years, uh, there, there was a lot that they taught um, in, in just how to run a business and integrating processes and procedures. And it's very important to have those because you can lean on them when you're confused or you don't know. It's like, go back to the list refer back to the list, create the process procedure. Um, it, they, they do take time to develop, but uh, yeah, the experience I gained from uh, being a franchisor through uh, Pita Pit, uh, that really showed me how a large scale organization can simplify expansion and being able to do multiple things. You know, they had five owners, but across Canada, they had 270 plus stores and they were in 13 different countries. Wow. So how do five people do that? You got to create systems to do that, right? Yeah. So, um, I've always tried. I've always looked at that as a prime example of people who have done it successfully with limited amount of man hours. Yeah. We all have the same amount of time in a day. What are we doing to maximize it? And creating systems that'll loosen it up so we can do higher value tasks like 
Grant and myself being the owners, we can't be swinging a hammer every day. We yeah. have to be doing higher value tasks in order for us to lead the pack and, and the ones that are following, you know? So, uh, yeah, yeah, that's, uh, that's sort of how we got here. Yeah. Yeah. yeah just led into it. And I know, uh, I know now you've, you've, uh, you've jumped into the coaching world. Um, and like, you know, for myself, uh, you know, just finally kind of, I want to say giving in because that's how I mentally felt when I, when I started it, but really it's, it's not giving in at all. No, it's, it's finally getting smart enough, I would say, or at the right state of mind to, to kind of accept that coaching is good. Right, your coach. You know, the the coach doesn't have to be the best player. Um, you know, asking for help is fun. Yeah, asking for help can be relieving, supportive, <laughs> all these good things. Tell us a little bit about and the people listening in, because I know from the outside, you know, as business owners, we have to make it look like everything's, you know, we got seamless. it under control, seamless, everything's good. Under the hood, you know, pistons are fire. firing. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's, there's gas leaks. Yeah. We, we got a lot going on that uh, that takes quite a bit to organize. Yeah. Um, so tell us a little bit about your uh, about your coaching and and you know the benefits of it and, and some of the struggles that have that have been coming through the pipe. Yeah. So uh, what are we in now? We're in 2022. So it was about uh, 2020. Um, as the year was ending. Uh, we started noticing a trend that it, it seemed like with building dreams, we were having mirrored years and just the personality that I've always had. Um, when things don't feel like they're growing and expanding, it becomes very overwhelming and stressful. Like I, I feel a lot of pressure. Mm -hmm. um, it's just something that, that comes. I can't explain it. Don't know where it came from. Uh, but when that was starting to be felt looking into um, entering 2021, um, I just started looking into coaching programs and, and coaching specifically for general contractors, home builders, remodelers, renovations, yeah. only focusing on that. They don't focus on anything else. So we're with uh, Breakthrough Academy. Um, they're from the west side of Canada and uh, they, they've been super instrumental with what they do, how they hold us accountable. Um, we, we do group sessions every other week. So we're a part of a community of people um, oh, wow. across North America and some people that are overseas. Um, our, we have every, and then every other week in between, we have one-on-one -on -one sessions with, uh, with our coach. Oh, wow. So that's when we dive into what's called a GSR, their goal setting and review. Um, they dive in and they say like, what do you want to do? What parts of your business do you want to work on? How can we help facilitate? We have systems, templates, things in place that are 80% done. You have to do the 20% work. Um, and sometimes that 20%, although the number is small, it's a lot of work, uh, and then they hold you accountable. So two weeks later, when you jump on a one-on-one, -on -one, they're like, here's the meeting. This is what you said you'd do. What did you do? Did you do it? How yeah. did you do it? You know, did you fall short? Was it a hit or miss? So uh, it's always exciting when you're able to be like, yo, I hit it. You know, like you killed it. And then sometimes you got to be honest. Like there is no lying in this. You, you, you're only lying to yourself. The coach is there to just, totally. you know, pretty much show you the mirror. So yeah, it's, it's, been, it's been great. They, they've helped us develop a lot of systems and uh, and the business has shown. And and do you recommend that to someone maybe starting out or kind of getting to that stage where, you know, they're feeling that overwhelm or they're feeling, you know, we don't like to use the word stress on the podcast, but those challenges that come up, you know, how, how do you, how would you recommend that to somebody else? So is there a everybody goes and, and, and point that, that someone would be ready? I think everybody that jumps into the world of coaching, there's like, one side of the coin is not having coaching. And then when you make the step and you 
um, hire a coach, it becomes overwhelming because coaches do cost. You, you do have to pay for that service. A good coach will charge you for it. Um, so like even with us, we were in a position where we did have, uh, we were financially stable to be able to take on coaching. But even with that, uh, you know, you, you, you do think, you know, is this going to work? You know, you have your doubts. So to anybody that's listening, I, I would really say if you in your gut believe that you have like the tenacity to just make sure that you're going to do what it takes, then I'll guarantee it's going to work. Yeah. Because they are going to challenge you. You just don't know what those challenges are yet. But if you're up for the challenge, that's the that's the main part. Are you going to step up to the plate and swing the bat when when the pitch is thrown? Yeah. The, that's going to be the important one. And uh, yeah, if you if you know that about yourself, being reflective, um, I, I think anybody can uh, hire a coach and do really well at it. Yeah. But yeah, you gotta you gotta show up. Yeah, man, I would I would I would take that and run with it. I really agree with uh, with Mike's point there. Like, you know, getting to that point of, you know, okay, the the work's out there. I'm gonna want. Am I gonna want to do it when I have someone to hold me accountable to do it? Right. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I relate business to going to the gym all the time. Right. You 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 know you got to eat right and and work out. Right. You know what you got to in, in, in business. If you, yeah, it's science. <laughs> if, if you, if in business, you don't know what you're going to do, you know, you still, and then you get told by your coach and he supports you or she supports you through that journey. You still got to do it. Yeah. Right. The, all the information can be there. So yeah, that's, it's a huge, um, it's a huge hurdle for, I think anybody to kind of step into, but I think once they do anybody that I know that, that I know on the back end is doing the work has said the financial burden that you think it's going to be up front, it's 10, it pays for itself 10 times over. Yeah. That, that is going to be true with what I've seen, even with the coaching that you've taken on the, the, the change I have seen in, in you and your business. Um, you know, I looked up to it as well and, uh, you know, so that that was a nice helping support that I knew other people that were doing coaching and mm-hmm. were successful at it. Yeah. So that was really important. And and to your point, uh, you know, you can have all the knowledge you like. You can consume as much knowledge as possible, but without action, it goes nowhere. So when they say like knowledge is power, it, in my mind, it's like knowledge plus action is power because without like the action it's it's just knowledge you're not doing anything with it so that's where the coach comes in and they'll they'll be like here's the knowledge here's in two weeks i'm gonna ask you to to do it right (laughs) now you need to do something about it so uh it's it's been a fun journey to develop because we'd something we've wanted to do um and it's you know having somebody to hold you accountable is not a bad thing yeah yeah that's awesome man and um so getting into, you know, I've seen some of your work and, and it's, you know, it's fantastic. It's detailed. How do you bring kind of the the hard, you know, grit of construction into some of the design stuff that you guys do to bro- to put out, you know, if you, if you guys, his website's going to be on there, but, you know, checking out some of the finished product that you guys do and really some of the techniques that you guys bring into your construction, you know, how, what made you kind of get so excited about doing something like that? So... It, it's a funny one. So I, I've coined the the phrase close-up magic. So like, yeah, people know the term through like magicians. And when they when they do card tricks that are face-to-face, like street performers do close-up magic. They're up close. And you're trying to find the trick. You're trying to find the mistake. So I've taken that coin, like that, pardon me, I've taken that phrase and, and instilled it into what we do. Um, 
and the term close-up magic is where it's do it so well that we encourage our clients to look closely. Nice. Do something that's wow factor. Don't just do, you know, trim or baseboard. If it's got to go around, you know, a cabinet or a corner or something, do it very unique. Take some gym geometry, look some stuff up, do something cool. So when it is seen, yeah. it's, it's like blows you out of the park. Um, so when it comes to like the finished product, it's really important that we're, we're paying attention to the close up magic, as I call it. I like yeah, that. Yeah. I've never heard that before. Yeah. So yeah. you'll never hear it again. Yeah. Yeah. Patent pending. Patent pending. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I love that. Yeah. I, th I think, um, you know, when you get into, you know, setting yourself apart, but also like you've already taken that step and you've gotten the job, right. And going that extra mile when I'm not saying a lot of people don't, I'm saying that you don't, some people don't have to. Right. Correct. And, uh, you know, really taking pride in ownership. And that's yeah. where those referrals come in and kind of push your business forward. Yeah. The, the close up magic is what gets other people asking, you know, who did your job? Yeah. Because uh, as I touched on earlier, you know, we're creating spaces that they're going to be Christmases. There's going to be Thanksgiving dinners, birthdays, yeah. funerals. There's going to be every type of celebration um, within these spaces that we're creating. So a lot of eyes see good and bad product. We prefer that we show them the good product yeah. so uh so that they ask oh who did that that that's cool that's very unique you know and uh you know those attention to details stand out and people do notice for sure yeah that's amazing man so we're gonna we're gonna switch this into how does mike valchuk have so much energy what is your daily routine so again i know you as a friend you know, you're an inspiration to me and kind of what can be, because a lot of people, and I'm saying this straight up, is they make excuses for their lifestyle, for their habits. Um, you know, me and Mike have a really funny story about why we became uh, 530 gym partners. Um, right. But, uh, you know, how do you manage? Because you're, you're father of three high energy boys have been in your house. Um, you know, you've got a wife at home, you've got work, you've got the gym, you've got fitness, you've got coaching. You, How do you manage that? Because a lot of people that I find come to me and say, oh man, Dan, you're just single and you, this is what you got going on. And it's like, well, you know, let's not make these excuses for ourselves just because it's in the state we're at. And yeah. I think you're one of the people that I look up to that says, there's no excuse. This guy's a great friend. He's a father. He's a business owner. You know, he handles his clients very well. He takes care of himself. Tell us a little bit about the, the secret of Mike Valchuk. So it generally starts with putting two toothpicks in your eyelids. <laughs> It helps keep your eyes open. Even when you're sleeping, you can be working. Perfect. Right? Uh, no, but I, like on a serious note, um, uh, I, I like to wake up early. Like for me, my alarm hits around, you know, 5, 5 a.m. Yeah. Um, get up out of bed, do my thing. Uh, but it gives me like being What's up, your thing? So like my general routine when I get up, um, you know, I get up and after prep myself. I The night before, I've always got my gym bag ready. Um you know, get some food, uh, get some food prep before I hit the gym. And then I'm usually walking in the door at the gym just before 6am. Um, I'm very time efficient. So I throw my earbuds in, I try to just mind my own, um, get a really good workout in out of the gym by, you know, seven, seven fifteen because I try to get to the job site uh, by seven 30, depending on location. I like to be the first one on the job site, uh, as often as I can, uh, you know, schedules obviously, uh, are different day in, day out, but I like to be the first one there so I can mentally get my mind at, you know, what am I going to talk about? What needs to be done? What issues happened yesterday that need to be addressed first thing? Just, just the, the level of preparation is is important. Uh, 
and then yeah, put in a really good solid day's work throughout the day. And, uh, and then like at the end of the day, you know, uh, I'm lucky enough and very fortunate to have a, a wonderful wife at home. This, this is like by far a really key component. My wife has been with me the whole time I've been an entrepreneur. Um, so she's never not seen me working all the time or, or thinking about it all the time or questioning yeah. good, bad, ugly and all that. Um, so yeah, when I come home, you know, do the family dinner, I love my kids more than anything out They're They're my best friends. So like playtime with them is extremely important and being present, shutting things off and like actually paying attention to them is really important. Yeah. So I'll do that after work. And then, uh, you know, right around eight thirty, nine o'clock in the evening, um, I'll either pick up a book, um, you know, depending, just try to gain some more knowledge, uh, put my foot in the right, uh, put my foot forward. Um, uh, or, or we just sit down, put a movie on, and the wife and I relax. And then, uh, yeah, and then just uh, repeat day in, day out. <laughs> um, I've really gained a, a respect for working Saturday mornings. That's one that's uh, fairly new. Like, I, I absolutely love working, you know, from 6 a.m. to 10 a.m. Saturday mornings just makes me feel like I've put chips in the right pile, and that pile is going to continue to compound yeah. um, in the right direction. So, yeah, Saturdays Saturdays are really fun for me. I, I, I crank that. the music at the office and uh, get after it. You know what? I uh, I got a little bit entitled for a number of years, um, kind of getting out of the getting out of the space where it was like you know owner operator. I finally had some management, and and I got this entitlement where like okay, I can coast now. You know, I can. I don't have to work Saturdays anymore, and and I lost that like little extra drive. I my my mind went to I'm working efficiently and effectively. I don't need to work overly hours. Mm -hmm. um, you know, since uh, maybe about a year ago, I made that switch to trying to work every other Saturday morning and just realize like, why am I avoiding something I love? Right. And that little extra, just like you said, that chips in those piles, right? Not making it feel like I had to, but yeah. that I wanted to. And now that's the key. That's the key component is I don't wake up on Saturday morning going, oh man, like said I was going to do this and drag myself in. Like I'm excited going to bed at Friday being like, I can't wait for five o'clock. My alarm's going to go off. I'm going to get up. I'm going to do my thing. 6am I'm at the gym, do a quick workout at the office, music up. I'm alone. I can be alone. I can focus on things that I want to think about. Yeah. Nobody's pulling at my attention. And then by the time I step foot back in the door, you know, quarter after 10, 10 30, um, I'm, I'm full of energy. I can provide for my family. I can be there. Yeah. My mind's not on the work because I just took care of some of the things that maybe were loose ends from the week. So it, it's been really instrumental since I've uh, started doing it. Yeah. And what, um, how does that, how does that set you up for Mondays? Oh, yeah, there's no question that you're you're much better set up on Monday. Um, you're, you're much more prepared on Monday. If anybody's out there listening, go and find Mike on a Monday morning at a job site. It's like <laughs> watching a, probably a theatrical movie, uh, fully action packed, ready to go. Like Bruce Willis, yeah. Die Hard. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. Kick down the door. Yeah. Um. And, and, <laughs> and you know, if you're one of those guys that's on his site and you might have had a, a rough weekend, like get the hell out of the way because he's coming. Kick <laughs> the tires, light the fires, and leave no stone unturned. There you go. Um. Tell us a little bit about a book you're reading right now. What you know, reading. Um. For myself has been a huge change. You know, I used to say I'm not a reader. Um, that's bullshit. I, I read a lot now. Um, and I, I think, uh, for a lot of tradesmen, especially 
that mindset because you know I've I've had the conversations with you as well as others. It's like I don't really read or oh I just I just do the e e read or something like. Tell tell us a bit a little bit about a book you're reading that's really stood out. Uh, well, the one that I'm reading right now is called Markup and Profit. Um, it is the contractor's guide to just making sure that you're pricing things right. Um, so in the industry of uh, renovation, remodel, general contracting, uh, building of homes, there's a 95% failure rate in our industry. People wow. just don't make it. Uh, they don't understand their numbers. Um, it, it, they don't charge enough. It, they don't charge enough to stay afloat. It's not like anybody's trying to charge too much. It's they need a certain amount in order to keep the doors open. So this book has been extremely instrumental in just teaching. It's it's essentially a course. Like the book is very, very involved. It is a textbook that needs to be studied yeah. in order for it to be understood. And that's exactly what I've been doing is literally taking notes, highlighting, reading, rereading, applying. I got little sticky notes. Uh, that That's been really, really, it's been fun. I, I like reading. Like you're saying, some people say, oh, I don't really enjoy it. I'm enjoying learning better techniques to be successful in our business and be able to provide for not only my family, but all of our employees and their families. Like I have a responsibility to them. So developing more knowledge in our industry is only going to help us expand and succeed. So yeah. Yeah. And and you normally read mornings, nights? Well, so last year, last year I was doing 6 a.m. instead of the gym. I was doing uh, kind of fitness at a different time of the day. Yeah. Um, so I was doing an hour, hour and a half of reading every morning. Wow. I'm more now in the evenings just because now that I've incorporated morning workouts uh, from about 8.30 to 9.30, I'll try to get in about an hour. You know, four to five days a week, I, I'm studying. Uh, I'm studying. Wow. Yeah. I want to be better, right? And yeah. that, how are you going to do that? You got to continue to be a student. Hundred percent, and I think it's a it's a huge, uh, you know, it's a humbling feeling when you kind of understand what you're going to be taking in on a daily basis. Right? Yeah, absolutely. So you're looking to learn, you're looking to kind of attract those new things. How do you find um, in your industry? How do you guys, you know, find that differentiator? Because I know now, you, you know, for myself, you know, we have podcasts with other plumbing companies. We have you know, all this community stuff that's driven to kind of for everyone to succeed and learn from each other. Mm -hmm. How do you guys feel about, you know, doing your part in that in, in that part of the industry? Like as part of uh, the contracting world, like yeah, remodel like, renovations? You know, the fact that you guys are, you know, part of uh, your coaching group where it's peer coaching. Correct. Yeah. Um, oh, wow. Um, how do I answer that? I'm trying to think of the... So how does – do you mind just re yeah, like rephrasing that just so thing, I can like, understand the – Like one of the things in our industry is like kind yeah. of like the habits that you guys are picking up. Right. Right? It's like the reading and the workouts and the morning yeah. stuff. Like I find in our industry it was so like everyone was kind of keeping everything to themselves. Oh, okay. And I think I nowadays it's like yeah. everyone's sharing so much of knowledge because – Everyone wants everyone to succeed. I get what you're you're asking. Yeah, so that that has been really important in seeing that your success doesn't have to be within like your own little box. Six, sharing your success with some of the other contractors, like using for example, and I, I love it because uh, I'm usually behind the the Instagram. So I chat with all sorts of local um, local contractors that are in the exact same industry that I'm doing in the exact same town, potentially bidding against the same projects. And it gives me nothing but pleasure to have really good conversations with the ones that are doing well yeah. and, and that are like actually showing that they can, they can make general contracting remodels 
look good and feel good. Yeah. Um, because we get a bad rap, right? Like there's a lot of, you know, not so, uh, not so great, uh, people within all of our industries. So, yeah. Uh, the ones that are standing out from the pack, trying to actually make an impact, yeah. uh, that those are the ones that I have great conversations with and share. Like I, I just sent um, a local contractor, like a local contractor, somebody that could potentially be bidding against me to our coaching company because I want to see them do better and show great within uh, the Hamilton and surrounding area. Yeah, that's awesome, man. And mm. uh, you know, one of the things, you know, we bring people on the show that not only are, are awesome entrepreneurs, but really into giving back to the city. Um, tell us a little bit. I'm not going to brag for you. You can brag for yourself. But tell us a little bit about some of the stuff you're doing for the community because, like, you know, we see it. We love it. Um, yeah. What, what, was, uh, what was some of the stuff you were doing, some of the stuff you've done? going forward yeah so uh, around christmas we linked up with a local radio station um am 900 uh y108 uh the the radio station around christmas was doing um a christmas toy drive so we partnered with them and created uh dreams come true uh, playing off our name of course uh toy drive so we collected toys uh for um, for the child's fund of hamilton okay and uh the radio station now now during march madness the basketball uh, during march madness they've created uh, a spinoff called march pad padness <laughs> and what it is is we correct we collect female hygienic products okay um uh, for, for people in need throughout Hamilton. The reason why is female hygienic products are the least donated item wow. for people in need, like the least. Bottom of the barrel, nobody thinks about picking up those type of things. Yeah. Um, and we have to take care of the women in our community. And and sometimes people, they're just in a, a rough spot and need a little bit of help. Mm -hmm. um, so so we're, we're now collecting for that um, through the month of March. And uh, as we come close to the end of March, uh, we're really excited to see uh, the community bond together and uh, what we've got to offer. So uh, we look forward to the next one for sure. Yeah. Oh, it's amazing seeing, you know, how many, how many toys uh, you guys, you know, put together around the Christmas time and, and obviously in March just doing your thing. And so you know, much it's, fun. it's so important to give back to our communities and, and kind of, yeah, really see, you know, when things are going well and things are thriving, even if business isn't always, you know, I think people assume business is always doing well if you're in business. Right. Um, but, you know, being that facilitator for that community care. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So younger Mike Valchuk walking out the door, going to put his tool belt on, what advice would you give to him coming up the ranks? Put your head down and work. Um, there, there really is no special recipe. You, you got to put in your work. Yeah. You got to just get after it. Be excited about what you choose to do. That, that's another important one. Don't, don't go into the day and day just being, you know, miserable. Like, yeah. yeah you, just be happy, right? Like, go after it. Um, you know, grab the bull by the horns and uh, work really hard at what you want to do. That's amazing. So, guys, we're, we're coming up to a wrap here. You know, Mike, it's it just an absolute, uh, you know, showcase of, of what an entrepreneur is like day in and day out. Someone that doesn't want to kind of settle for, for average, that's for sure. Um, Mike, thank you so much for being on the podcast. Thank you very much for having me. Um, here with the Guest Life Podcast, you know, one of the questions we always ask ourselves is, is why not me? Why not now? Um, and, and really showcasing, you know, what it takes to get to that next stage. Um, you've got to ask yourself on a daily basis, you know, what am I doing differently? 
why can't I be doing what I want to strive to do? So, you know, Mike, uh, we're going to have all his Instagram, uh, website, everything on display on uh, the links below. Um, and thank you guys for tuning in. Um, episode 34. It's amazing that we've been able to make it this far. And Mikey, thank you so much for coming on. Congratulations. All right. <laughs>